ready. This is Pod With Me. Are you excited? Are you? Are you? Well, I am because it's the 20th episode of Pod With Me. That's right. We are very excited about this episode. And the reason we're excited because we're going to recap the best moments we've had so far in the last 20 episodes. Get ready to laugh, cry, scream. I don't know what you're going to do, but the pod starts now. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Are you ready to pod? Let's go. Are you all ready to pod? Let's talk, talk, talk. Are you ready to pod? Alex J. Ayer. Alex, are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready. You're listening to Pod With Me. This is Alex J. Aguiar, and today we reached the 20th episode, 2-0, no, not anniversary, but the 20th episode, and we're going to start off with uh, this episode is very special because we were able to help the mother of the son who wears makeup uh, deal with the situation and, and give her some positive energy that everything will work out and everything will be okay. Here's a clip about how ignorant some people could be. She talks about what her mom did to a photo of Ellen DeGeneres that was in the house. It really caught me by surprise because I cannot believe there's people like this in the world. But it happens. Check this out. Ready. Well, it's, it's, what's hard is, is that um, my, my mom, uh, born in Troy, Alabama, she's, um, she's very, very old-fashioned, and she's 150% against anything that, you know, um, is not traditional. Um, when we were leaving my mother's house uh, just day before yesterday, she said, I don't want him getting in the swimming pool, and I don't want him coming back wearing any makeup. And she knows already that he puts makeup? She knows that he um, has been putting on makeup at, with me because he goes back home with a little bit of, you know, makeup on his eyes or, you know, we try to wash it off. But um, she, I mean, I had a, bought a box of Cheerios for him. And when I dropped it off at her house, it had Ellen DeGeneres on it. And she took a, she took a Sharpie and drew a wig on her. And she's like, I, I don't know why, what this, this nonsense bringing into my house, you know, and, and drew a wig on, on Ellen because she, you know, she's very tough. So, so Landon is right now, I could, I can tell just even like a mother's instinct that, you know, he, oh, well, I can't do that because it'll, it's going to upset grandma. Now we're going to go into another special episode. And this one was very special because we were also able to help someone that was coming out of the closet and decided to do it on our show. Um, This is the moment where he tells his brother that he's gay. What are you up to? I know things are finishing work here. Um, I'm about to head home. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, not much. Just same old, same old. Hey, um, do you have a? Do you have a? Are, are you busy right now? Or do you, do you have like a minute or two? No, I'm just getting my car. What's going on? Okay. Um, look. Um, Y'all being weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, I didn't crash my car, so don't You're worry right, about it. Yeah. I'm I'm okay. Um, yeah look um i've been wanting to tell you something for for a long time and i just i just couldn't find the words or the proper time to to do it or say it and i kind of like it kind of sucks that i'm doing it right now like you know over the phone but i i think it's easier this way than face to face as weird as that sounds and um um What's, what's going on? Um, well, I You're mean, kind of freaking me out. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Um, 
Look, I I think I'm gay. Actually, I'm gay. You're gay. Yep. Like gay as in you like dudes. Yeah. Yes. Gay as in I like dudes. Uh huh. So um, you know, like, I mean, like that's new thing or or. No, it no, it's not a new thing. It's I've been like this, uh, you know, my entire life. Um, I just I was, you know, I, I think I, I don't know if I was really good at hiding it or if maybe you could tell, but in my head, um, I'm very positive. Yes, very positive that I'm gay. I mean, do I get turned on by girls? No. Do I get turned on by guys? Yes. So I think that makes me gay. <laughs> And I went to a party for New Year's Eve that the cops came and we were able to record the cops. Check out what happens when the cops show up. Hey officers, happy new year. Happy New Year, sir. Um, sorry, but we heard some complaints coming from here uh, due to the noise. And um I'm sorry, uh, it's my friend's apartment. He just moved here, and these people I've heard they complain all the time. It's New Year's Eve. Can you cut us a break? Okay, let's do this. Uh, don't say anything. Um, we're going back to the station. Um, wait 10 minutes and carry on. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Have a happy new year. Wait, happy new year. You're going to be very happy. Don't worry, we're going to be out of here soon anyway. Thank you. Now we're going to visit the episode Hot Child in the City. Um, in this episode, we interviewed Chris who moved to Miami. And he tells us how difficult it is to date in Miami. And here's what he had to say about the men. You know, I, the, the men here are just... Um, it's a blessing and a curse, I would say, living in Miami. Um, the men are so beautiful, you know, they have great bodies, just amazing physique. Um, definitely my type, you know, with the physical attraction, but it's definitely a curse because, um, I just feel like some of the men just have horrible qualities as far as characteristics, personally. Uh, personality is just trash, you know. You just meet a guy and it just is, just goes downhill from there. Or um, they're just not looking for anything, you know. I've been there before where you need to get on Grinder and you're just hooking up with, with someone. Um, or you have like a friends with benefits. But from my experience, um, these guys on the apps, they're just looking for sex. They don't want to know your name. Now come with me. We're going to go beyond our five senses. Alexis Reyes, psychic medium and life coach, is one of our favorite guests. She's been on the show more than anybody, more than me. I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, um, one of our one of my favorite parts from the gift is when she explains how she finds people for the FBI. Well, here's the story. Um, for some reason, that was a really hard case to do because I, I they couldn't match up what I was picking up from. Because one of the things that I said was, I see a cabbage patch. Um, I see the name James or Jamie and Lake Wales. Okay, but before that, um, they, they, they what information did they give you? 
they didn't give me any information. They just told me her name. They asked me if I needed any belongings that belonged to her. And I said yes at the time. I think they brought me back a shirt. If I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. Um, and that's what I um, told them. I said, I see a cabbage patch. I see the names James or Jamie. And I see Lake Wales. So, I mean, he looked at me and he says, come on, Alexis. We take psychology. I mean, cabbage patches are 40 years ago and this child is only 17 18 years old and um, I said well that's what I see um, during about three to four days they find that um, this girl had a roommate that she used to live with that was in uh, Puerto Rico so they brought her back from Puerto Rico when they bring her back um, one of the first things that she said to um, the lieutenant was um, I know she wasn't abducted because uh, she took Jamie and um, I had said James or Jamie and the officer the uh, uh, I mean the lieutenant asked her who is Jamie and she said it's a cabbage patch her mother left her wow what happens with Lake Wales is this um, he's here thinking he has to travel to England to find this girl um, I hear that um, the case is gonna close because they know they found the lead and I led them so um, I tell this girl that was working with me I need to find a place where I can uh, leave my dogs or go with my dogs and she told me she'll find me someplace because I needed to relax it's when I do these readings or when I'm on this case it's extremely um, draining and I get really tired so I need some time to recuperate so she goes ahead and she tells me you know Alexis there's a city above Orlando called Lake Wales and that's where they found her because one of the lieutenants heard that they had no idea there was a city here in Miami called Lake Wells. It's here in Miami? Yeah, it's in Miami. And they had found her there. I never knew they, there was a city called Lake Wales. Yeah, it's called Lake Wales. It's in Miami. Okay. And that's where she was found. And wow. um, what made this case so rare was that everything all the, everything that I had said had was there. The Cabbage Patch, the name Jane, uh, Jamie, actually, um, and Lake Wales. I said, I guess, I just love what I do. You know, I, I did it for some kind of uh, clarity to myself. And also, I was able to help somebody. It creates a purpose for you. Did you meet the, the family of, of, of Malika? Uh, no, I didn't meet her her per se. Uh, I, I mean, well, meet, yes, but we didn't stay in contact or talk or anything like that. I didn't meet her father. Yeah. Her what father. did he say to you? Um, he didn't believe in ESP agents, so he didn't want a reading. And that was one of the first things that... Uh, kind of like drew a red light to this i mean because if you have a child and he's miss he or she is missing i don't care who you are if you can give me some kind of clarity on where my child is i mean i want to talk to you and he didn't want to talk to you he didn't want to talk to me wow but the case continues and i don't know if i can talk about but it just it continues. Oh, hasn't closed um the finding of her yes the why she went missing no that hasn't closed you know, and right. she's from what I heard, she's a great girl and she's doing pretty good and I'm really happy for her. She when I first met her, I, I, I only met her for seconds or minutes and um she seemed like a really good girl. That's amazing. And we don't really discuss it. Uh I think I think someone told me it was like eighty nine percent of cases are closed with people intuitive like myself that have ESP. Mm -hmm. Uh which, you know, they go on to being CIA agents and things like that because of their mentality. Don't you wish poor Alicious poured you a drink? Poor Alicious is a guest we had on the show on our episode Bartending Secrets, and she told us some bartending secrets. Check out this story that has a nice ending. It was a funny story because um, one day I just saw this woman sitting in the bar, and she has this beautiful, beautiful bob, like like this 
black bob she, she bob, like so a people, chanel so bob for those that don't know is uh the hair parted in the middle short yeah okay go ahead and black and she looked very businesslike even though she was wearing a nightgown so it caught my attention because of her hair looks very look very beautiful she looked at me she smiled we didn't really talk but you know her hair caught my attention you know nothing happened uh then the following week this woman with a beautiful nightgown was there but this time it was a blonde with long luscious hair uh and then she looked at me in the same smile and I was like, oh, my God, it's the same woman. Woman With the same eyes? Or she the same thing. Yeah. Like, I recognize it by the smile because she has this really big Angelina Jolie kind of mouth. Uh -huh. And I recognize her. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Maybe she's going to some kind of, I don't know, costume party, whatever. And then a couple of weeks went by. And then all of a sudden, this woman with this beautiful, beautiful dress was there and here she was with this red red really like rocker hair and i was like oh my god it's the same woman and then i couldn't resist i went there and asked what you know and as i said i'm sorry i i i, I couldn't uh no not notice that you have different hair what's up with that and she's like i cannot tell you what it is uh, but do you like it? And I say, oh, I like it very much. And when we start talking about hair, um, and that was pretty much it. She gave me really, really good tips every time she went there. What type of tips? Oh, uh, like $100 tips. Oh, that? Oh, I thought she was giving you advice. No, oh, she no, gave no, you no. money. Money. Ooh. Like really, really good money. Okay. You know, she would spend... She, she was a heavy drinker, by the way. She drank. What did she drink? Scotch. And that's why she caught my attention. Because she will drink, you know, scotch with, um, on, like, barely ice on it. So she caught my attention because she was, like, heavy on it. But she looked really feminine, really, like, frail and all that. And then one day she went, she came back, and she was wearing some, some, some other kind of wig. Uh, but then she was um, she was with the gentleman, and then I realized what she was doing. Oh, yeah, God. it was interesting. I thought she was really sexy, but it was a like a well-behaved kind of Rita Hayworth kind of wig, you okay, know, more okay. like a glamorous '30s wig. She had a lot of different wigs, so sometimes she. So would, then she was, you know, she was she was a a, a worker, sex worker. No, I, it's funny, but, but I think she would, she was the kind of really high paid escort. So do you still see her? Well, um, I haven't, see, I, I didn't see her for like almost a year. And then one day, mm -hmm. this woman shows up. She was wearing jeans, a white shirt, and her own hair was on a ponytail. She was wearing no makeup and she was beautiful. Uh with very simple beauty and that but i recognize her lips and her smile and i asked her what happened with the wigs and then she told me she almost died uh, a client beat it up beat her up oh, no. one day and and she said if she survived she promised herself that if she survived she would get out uh will get out 
So get out of uh, sex work? Yes. Wow. And uh, that's what she did. And she found a job. And uh, now she works in investment banking because she's really, really smart at the end. Well, it took about a year and something. You saw the transition of a sex worker uh, working. And then you saw the uh, something that life gave her uh, that pushed her out of that situation. Yes. And she became... Uh, an investment, an investor. Yeah, she works in a bank. She mm-hmm. works um, in, with investment banking. She ended up. She said she had a um, degree in economics, uh, and she basi- she was basically working in a bank. On our episode Tales of 2018, we got some crazy calls, but this one has to be the most funniest one of them all. Crazy too. It has to do with how many inches someone's penis is. <gasps> Check this out. Alex, great to be on the pod. My name is Mike. Uh, just want to share my 2018 story. It's uh, maybe not too funny, but I run a print shop, a small print shop in Miami. And uh, my employee comes in. We have a pretty good rapport. And uh, he comes in, but we've never discussed anything personal. So he knocks at my door, asks me, hey, can I uh, share something with you? And I said, for sure, come on in. And I won't share his name, but he sits down in my office, and I'm guessing he's either going to ask me because it's the end of the year. He's going to ask me for a raise or give me some sob story that he might need some uh, uh, money up front for the pay for the week, and I'm not really sure. So I, he sits down and starts telling me uh, that things are pretty bad at the house and his wife is thinking of leaving him, and, you know, maybe this isn't too um, funny of a story, but... I asked him, well, you know, um, I'm sorry to hear that you're having marital problems. I'm hoping that you can fix them, and I really do not want to get into this conversation because it's personal. And, uh, you know, usually I want to keep things strictly business. And he says, look, I really need your opinion. I have this problem. And he doesn't even tell me that I cannot share this story with anyone anyone else. And he proceeds to tell me that he has a <laughs> – and I'm hoping that this is not too un-PC – he tells me he has a four-inch penis. So when he tells me he's got a four-inch penis, of course, I start cracking up thinking he's joking. And I said, okay, uh, uh, thanks. Um, that's very funny. And he goes, no, 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 I'm being totally serious. And I go, well, listen, I mean, uh, are we talking about when it's flaccid or when it's erect? And he goes, no, when it's erect. And I start cracking up. And he goes, what's so funny? And I'm going, I'm sorry. I'm just in shock that you're telling me this story. And uh, if I were you, I would go have a penal implant. So, of course, he got offended, walked away. So he comes back and uh, asks for a raise so he can go ahead and have that penal implant, which, of course, I told him, get out of my office. And I was in shock that he would even come to me with such a story. So I don't even know if it's true or not. It could be an excuse. I'm asking for a raise, but, of course, he asked me to never share that story. And uh, what I told him was, you should have told me that before you shared the story, because it's a funny one. On Valentine's Day, we did some nice statistics, and I surprisingly called my parents. They didn't know they were going to be on the pod. When they heard themselves, they were so embarrassed. It was very funny and cute. Anyhow, listen to how I try to talk to them in English. They didn't even know I was taping them at the moment. And um, I'm surprised they kept talking in English. I mean, I never speak to them in English, but they went along with it without a clue that they were being taped. Check it out. Ready. All right, calling my mom and dad for Valentine's Day before I forget. And by the way, my dad's 88. Happy Valentine. Happy Valentine's, mommy. How are you? Uh, yes, 
¿Qué van a hacer para Valentine's Day? Nada. 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 Tirarnos y, y pelear. <ríe> ¿Y papi cómo está? Está mejor hoy. ¿Cómo lo hay para saludar? Ok, bueno, un beso grande. Besito, Dímelo. Hey, happy Valentine's Day. How are you doing? Oh, fine. Fine. What are you doing for What are you doing now? I'm here, recording the pod. You, uh, uh, you. You watch the U.S. bombing to the, uh, the airport. Yeah, I can you see, see the airport. Ooh. Oh, I can see planes passing by. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it, I like it. It's beautiful. It's Sunday. Go for a day for a sleep one night of Ah, well, whenever you want, we can do a, a sleepover. <laughs> okay. Hey, have a good night. Okay. Sleep very good. And see you tomorrow, okay? Okay, love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Send you. Ready. On our episode Friends from the 80s, we had a blast with um, with these girls and they literally took us back to the 80s and told us what was the difference between then and now. Check this out. Back then we didn't even have the school buses. They used to use the station wagon. <laughs> sure, like the Brady's. So you, your parents had a station wagon? No, no, no. The school would use the station wagons and buses. Yep. Yep, every bus driver hated Emery because she was always doing something. They wanted to drop her off at every curve. <laughs> so then we would talk on the phone with Emery and we would talk on the phone. So with back then everybody spoke on the phone, huh? Oh, we're talking oh, rotary yeah. phones. Well, actually, we didn't yes. have three way at first. The big thing was call waiting. Um, yeah, that was what, what is now standard in everybody's technology oh, for us was groundbreaking, okay? That was man on the moon stuff. If you were a rich kid, you had your own line. If you had, then one level below that would be you were able to buy Kuwaiti. One level below that, you were really low. And then if you wanted to interrupt somebody, you would call the operator, say that you wanted to interrupt with an emergency phone call. Right. And then you would break up the call and let your friends know that you wanted to talk to them. So please hang up because there was an emergency phone That was a free, free call waiting. That was yeah. a free call waiting. And then below that was smoke signals. <laughs> Oh boy, they were so much fun to tape and that was such a great episode that I'm trying to find an excuse to have them back. And I think I have found that excuse and you're going to find out soon on the pod. I hope you've enjoyed our 20th episode of Pod With Me. Go back and listen to the episodes. And if you already listened to them, listen to them again. You've been listening to Pod With Me. And remember, tomorrow we are going live every Friday at 8.30 p.m. with a surprise topic. Be sure to tune in at facebook.com, pod with me, AJA. Please like the page, please. And for more on pod with me, you can go to alexjaguio.com. This is Alex J. Aguiar, and thank you for listening. Don't fall off the pod. Ready. Uh, okay, you can stop clapping now. The show's over. Uh, yeah, stop clapping. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go to sleep. You keep on clapping. Stay all night clapping if you like. Keep clapping. Clap it up. Okay. That's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> Ready.